You're listening to the BYUI Mighty Oak series, a podcast that inspires students to reach their potential. We are sitting down with alumni to talk about their college experience, opportunities they took, and how they are succeeding in their careers today. Today on the podcast, we have Diosa Colindres. Diosa is originally from Honduras and lives in Maryland currently. Her family came to the United States when she was only two years old. She graduated from BYU-Idaho in business management with an emphasis in marketing and a cluster in human resources. Diosa's biggest achievement was completing her bachelor's degree with a 3.5 GPA while working within three years. She has a passion for creativity, and that is why she wanted to take on marketing. She currently works at a government contracting firm called Para Consulting Group as a human resources generalist. She loves traveling and photography. First thing is, why did you choose to come to BYU-Idaho, and what were you looking forward to? Um, so I chose to go to BYU-Idaho because I had uh, previous friends um, that attended BYU as well. And um, they were telling me how they loved it better because it was uh, smaller classes. You get to connect with your professors more. Um, and um, they told me to lean more to a religious university mm-hmm. over a regular university because I was able to learn more about the gospel in my everyday setting, you know, from like mm-hmm. your science classes to your marketing classes. Your, um, BYU was able to provide doctrine with all those classes. Um, and at that time, I really wanted to grow spiritually. So that's what drove me to go to BYUI, and that's what I was um, really expecting and I was able to get when I was there. Mm-hmm. And with the classes that you took from kind of seeing how they connected, you know, circular learning and spiritual learning, did that kind of help you feel that sense of, oh, I, I like this, oh, this is strengthening, you know, my worldview or my testimony in some way? Definitely. I felt like my testimony grew immensely, just like it did when I was back in seminary. I was really able to find um, the gospel and doctrine in everything that I did. And even when it wasn't an assignment, I kind of put it upon myself to see how can I make this, um, how can I link this to doctrine? So when I'm in my workplace, I will always have that, you know, connection Mm -hmm. um, and understanding. Uh, So I definitely felt that it did good on me. (laughs) And who are some uh, people, all types of people that you kind of drew inspiration and mentorship from as you uh, navigated your college experience? Um, of course, from my professors, mostly from my um, like advanced classes, um, perhaps like my last two years, um, my professors that um, were more of my uh, concentration. So I mm-hmm. did marketing or business management with marketing and human resources. Um, so I drew inspiration from these professors that had um, expertise in, in all these areas in great companies like Microsoft and or learned all of this in Hartford or in the military. And they their personal stories and their background just really 
um, inspired me and they taught me how um, their their career experiences mm-hmm. can like they're from their own experiences I learned from like their their lessons basically mm-hmm. um, so I can put it in my workplace and in my personal life I love that um, it's it's inspiring that you know someone who's teaching you has some form of life experience um, as opposed to just academic um, you feel like you're getting the best of both worlds in class I think for sure and looking back what are some lessons that you have learned from being a BYUI student that can help the current BYU Idaho students um, it would definitely be to connect with your other classmates um, networking with them. Um, I know it sounds like really weird because we're all like the same age and, um, but your own friends or your own, um, classmates are definitely great tools for you to, um, push you to the right path of where you want it to go. Like you just never know who your friend might know or is linked to that can really, um, guide you in the right direction for your own um, for your own career or like vice versa you guys can both um, help each other yeah. um, being able to get on that path mm-hmm. um, and another thing that I like learned was to definitely make amazing friends um, out in BYUI you if you don't get out of your room, you will probably get into depression. You have to go out there and, you know, have adventures, have little trips, you know, go to the hot springs, go hit up Yellowstone, go to the Grand Tetons, um, to really have, like, take a break from school once in a while and just really grasp those adventures and um, those school school memories, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I can go on a trip on my weekend or when I'm done with my homework, but... I'm stuck in the office now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true cuz as a student you have more flexibility to like literally choose what you want to do and what takes first priority um compared to post work. And for you in the spirit of um kind of understanding what needs to be done while you're in college and how to succeed um you fairly succeeded in in everything that you've done so far and will continue to succeed and one thing that I personally felt like I need the book on how to succeed in college Um, the chapter for you was you've graduated within three years um, impeccable GPA and still managed to work um, while at school how did you kind of Uh, navigate that how did you find either the time or the motivation what are some things that you did personally that contributed to you having that success um yes so I can't remember what class it was but it was one of like my beginning um business classes that we just briefly I probably was one of my entrepreneurship classes um that I took as an elective Mm -hmm. but they um briefly talked about different subjects and one of them that really stood out to me was time management Mm -hmm. um and I put it upon myself to read more about time management I would get books from the library or read podcasts about other people's um time management skills and strategies 
And I put that on my personal life to um, be strict with myself when I'm doing my homework. Um, you know, no distractions, no phone, you know, don't say, oh, I'm just going to um, uh, watch an episode of Netflix or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I was very focused on my assignments. And when I completed a few assignments, you know, I would give myself a break to go, you know, down to Kiwi Logo, get a froyo mm-hmm. with your friends or a uh, quick uh, gym session. Um, but that really allowed me to separate um, uh you know, everything has a time and place. So I had my homework time, my gym time, my class time, my work time. Um, you know, taking between 15 and 17 credits per semester and working part-time, you mm-hmm. have to manage your time or else you will be a walking zombie to your mm-hmm. classes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. That is so true. Um, and did you see yourself assisting others in doing that, like, or drawing strength from other people um, as you continued? Because I'm sure sometimes as a student you get tired or you lose motivation. Um, did you draw strength from other students or friends or you, did you help other people up as well? Um, definitely my group of friends that I made out there were, you know, perfect for me. Mm-hmm. We. And they had, you know, very um, hefty classes as well. I had friends out there that were like software engineers and also business majors just like mm-hmm. me. So we, our load was heavy with assignments, but we all pushed each other to always get our assignments done. And we would say, okay, like Friday after classes, we'll, we'll go on a small road trip and mm-hmm. we would um, push each other to get our assignments done, any little exams, um, so we push each other to have that time management skills, and we would go to the gym together. Um, so I definitely, we all did it together, you know, mm-hmm. like we all pushed each other um, and were able to survive college together, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And as a business uh, major, you obviously have learned a lot about networking and about internship experience. What kind of business or internship opportunities or exposure that you can recommend for for undergrads or people still in classes trying to score an internship? Um, Yeah, so one of the greatest things that um, technology has given us now is the uh, ability to work remotely. I did not uh, work remotely when I was Mm -hmm. in school. I wish I probably got into that. Um, But my company, um, Para Consulting Group, we have an internship program called the Hub Zone Program. So it is stands for um, Historically Underutilized Business Zones. Um, so these are zones that technically have a um, lower employment rate, and mm-hmm. it tends to be like college areas, you know, because you think about all the students in one area and how many of them are employed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we... Yeah, exactly. Like, there's not that many job opportunities in um, campus areas, especially, you know, places like Rexburg, where it's a very small town. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we provide a remote um, internship, and we give assignments in all sorts of different areas, from English majors, reading reading proposals, to marketing, SEO, um, all of that, um, industry research. Um, so from my end, I do have an internship opportunity for um, my peers, my my colleagues, um, and 
I would definitely say that's why it's so important to network, you know. Um, you just never know the opportunities that your friend or, you know, your classmate peer might have for you. Yeah. Um, so I didn't take advantage of this HubZone program um, when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did know two others that were part of this HubZone program. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were able to um, have an internship remotely and still, you know, do their classes yeah. and have a little income for them. That's amazing um, that your company provides that and has has it accessible to students um, who are interested in doing that. And after you graduated, what, like, how how does it, because I've always wondered, how, how did you navigate into the working force from the point of graduation? Um, so I... The way that I did school was that my last semester was technically like my my last internship semester. Okay. So um, I came back home to finish, to complete that internship, and mm-hmm. it was with Para Consulting Group. I did um, a marketing and a recruiting internship with mm-hmm. them, um, so a little bit of um, human resources in that. Yeah. And that allowed me to, while I was just focused on that internship, um, they offered me a, you know, full-time position mm-hmm. here, a salaried position here in the D.C. metro area. So that definitely allowed me to just easily um, transition into yeah. my job, uh, my full-time job. I was only, a, a, you know, part-time um, when I was an intern while finishing a few of my um, online classes to graduate. Um, but it, it really is up to the person on how they want to structure their academics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're given a, a internship opportunity three semesters before you graduate, don't say, you know, I'm going to take it my last semester. Take it right now. Like, you don't know what that door might open mm-hmm. right after you graduate. It might leave, you know, leave a spot there for you yeah. for you to come back there. That's amazing that you had that initiative and now that you're working at power consulting full-time what's your typical day like um so i usually come in between 8 30 and 9 um my first thing i have to do is catch up on a bunch of emails that i have to um you know review read and then um since i am an HR specialist, a generalist, mm-hmm. um, I have to look at uh, my applicant um, system, re- review all those that have been applying for positions, you know, making sure that they're qualified and if they are, schedule in, um, in- phone interviews before they come in. Um, I also attend lots of business development meetings, mm-hmm. so sometimes I would have to step out of the office to attend a lunch um, meeting. Last week, I was with the Montgomery County uh, Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next week, I have to attend a um, network ev- event with um, the U.S. Uh, Department of Labor. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a lot of uh, my schedule is booked, you know, like I have lots of things going yeah. on every single hour. Um, but I love it. It keeps me busy. You know, I don't next thing you know like my my day is over and I'm like oh my goodness time for me to go home yeah it's great you know your day flies by that's good it keeps you on like on the ball all the time 
Yeah. And with work and social life and just juggling being, you know, an adult in this world, what are some personal values or mantras that you live by that keep you going? I definitely um, go by always being grateful for everything that I have, you know. Um, one, you can get so busy with your everyday life, but I definitely try to take my time to still, you know, kneel and pray and thank uh, God and, my, and Heavenly Father for, like, um, every, all these opportunities that I have and everything that I'm able to do and help others and serve others. So still have that gratitude to the one person that gives us all of this to us. Mm-hmm. I like that. And who are your personal heroes and why do you hold them in a high regard? I would definitely say that my personal heroes are my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was born in, not in the United States, I was born in Honduras, so I came to the United States when I was two years old with my parents. We flew in. We were living in um, Chicago. That's where we first lived when we came to the United States. And they, you know, it's your typical immigration story where mm-hmm. they didn't have much. You know, we're working either um, your minimum wage jobs, but they still strive to give me everything that I needed. They moved to a different location to give me different opportunities um, or a different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful for that. Like the people that I, that I was able to grow up and network with um, here in the D.C. metro area is what got me to where I am yeah. now. That's amazing. And what is the best advice that you have ever received? It would definitely be um, to be yourself. I am a very, like, out there person. I have a like, crazy personality. Yeah. Um, but I don't keep that caged in. I show my, I always show my personality. People, I am very transparent. So people very, um, they know who I am and mm-hmm. they know my values and the way I act in um, certain events. So that was able to get me the jobs that, um, I wanted to get growing mm-hmm. up and it got me to where I am now where they see that I'm very social so I can go to these events they see that I'm very structured so yeah. I can have certain responsibilities but it's because that's who I am mm-hmm. you know I never changed that uh, you know how I'm wired or yeah but definitely be yourself like you stand out so much more when you're yourself mm-hmm that is true. Um, why be anybody else anyway? It's boring and it's so much work. <laughs> exactly. And towards kind of the end of the podcast, um, and so people can kind of have a more uh, microscopic view of you, what are you curious about right now? It could be anything that you find yourself chewing on when you're not doing anything and just like, hmm, I wonder about this and that. What is it for you? Um, It would definitely be, I'm always just curious of different areas to travel to. So I'm always Mm -hmm. looking at different um, locations and their culture. Like I'm always curious about, um, like just recently I saw a few of my family friends that went to India. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, 
so admired by all the pictures that they were taking. And it really makes you like research, like, why do they do this a certain way in their culture? And you just learn so much. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just constantly curious about uh, other people's culture, especially here in the D.C. area where it is super, super diverse. We, I grew up in one of the most diverse counties in the United States. So I'm just so used to different cultures, Mm -hmm. but there's still so much to learn about it. And it's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. And travel does well with that. Um, to see everything everywhere for sure (laughs) so do you have a country that you're kind of thinking of now that you want to go to um so it would actually be um sierra leone i did one of those dna tests and it turns out that i am 15 percent from sierra leone so that made me very curious Uh of the culture and um, that they speak French, and I've always been drawn to the French language since I was in the seventh grade, and I took that in oh. middle school. And I guess it was just wired in me, you know, uh-huh. like naturally drawn to that because definitely. it's in my DNA. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Wow, that'll be exciting, definitely. Right. <laughs> um, French <laughs> Who is a beautiful language. <laughs> <laughs> and is there anything people don't know about you that when they find out they'll be surprised? So it is definitely that I am a very tiny person. (laughs) I am five foot flat, very teeny. And um, I feel like people don't expect that when they hear me, you know, talk. They're like, oh, this girl, her personality is very out there. She must be like a tall person or something. Uh I don't know why they associate that with that. But they meet me in person and they see this short five foot girl <laughs> with a crazy Latina personality. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I think it's actually good that, you know, people have this view and then when they see it, they're like, Oh, even better. So. <laughs> exactly, right. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so is there anything that you want to kind of last words that you want to leave um, with the current BYU-Idaho students and future ones that you feel like um, they should learn from? It would definitely be to truly grasp and enjoy your experience out in school. Um, take advantage of all the nature that's out there in Rexburg. You know, have fun on the sand dunes, go to those hot springs, bonfires, enjoy those small moments that you might only get there in Rexburg like I wish I can go to the sand dunes and just go star glazing at night Mm -hmm. but I'm in the middle of the city and I barely see stars now (laughs) (laughs) that's so true yeah we take it for granted for sure I I miss all that so much now (laughs) and you don't think about it when you're out there but you definitely will later on so take advantage of those areas and the people that you meet there um, and the professors that have such great experiences that you can learn from. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. Thank you so much for giving us your time today um, and sharing all the wonderful gems that you did today on the podcast. Of course. I was so excited to share. <laughs> You've been listening to the BYUI Mighty Oak Series. Stay tuned for more episodes featuring our alumni.